Hallelujah. This is Grace Life Komi Podcast coming to you under the umbrella of Chimde Honor Ministry International. You are welcome to this episode. May you be blessed as you listen. God bless you. Praise God. This is the Family, the Home series coming to you by Funke Oahuna. And uh, joining me in this episode will be Chimdi Oahuna. Praise God. Uh, just as a summary, uh, the Family, the Home series is a series that um, helps us as believers to explore the scriptures, to understand God's divine plan and um, intent for us as singles and as um, married couples, you know, in the fold, praise God, and um, helping us to establish a, a godly home as believers, because uh, in the end, the scripture says in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 15, that to whom every family in heaven and on earth receive his character. So God is interested in every one of us and uh, the family that is being created through us, praise God. So here... Uh, in this series, we are all going to be, you know, understanding divine design, divine plan, and divine purpose for us as individuals and as for our family. And I pray that um, that will be your experience all through this episode uh, series in Jesus' name. God bless you. seventh day of the family, the home. Uh, God has indeed been faithful to us and um, we're, we're, we're graduating, praise God, in, in light, we're graduating in understanding and I trust God that um, we're receiving what we need to live out the, you know, the godly templates in our home, in our family and our relationships as believers, praise God. Hallelujah. So we'll proceed into today's study. We're going to start with our um, worship song and then uh, take a word of prayer. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're going to be taking uh, this is the year I'll be by Michael Smith. Praise God. This is the year I breathe. This is the year I breathe. Your whole This is my daily bread. Oh, this is my daily bread. Your very word spoken to me. Please, Lord. Sweet Holy Spirit, we reverence you, Abba. 
Thank you for another time in your presence. Thank you for that privilege to share fellowship. Thank you for what you have done in the past six days. We appreciate you. Yes, Lord. We trust you again to do what we know you can do. Yes, Lord. Grant us understanding that we can teach us. Grant us insight. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Yes, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, we began our Bible reading from um, for this week from the book of uh, Genesis chapter 3, uh, verse 1 to 7, and uh, the last uh, meeting. And, uh, by, by the leading of the Holy Spirit, we were not able to actually start up that Bible uh, reading. So we're going to start in this um, episode. So we're still on Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 to 7, and Ephesians 5, 21 to 33. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, so our focus um, for this um, chapter especially, okay, and... Um, we don't know how God takes us this week. Okay, so from the 7th to the 14th, we should be focusing on, you know, discussing on the awareness and avoidance of the subtlety of the good serpent as a single and uh, in our family life. Okay, we're, we're going to focus on um, what are the risks and effects of disregarding, disobeying, and dismissing uh, God's word and uh, you know, the godly templates. Revealed to us for the marriage and the family as in the beginning. We also focus on the need to follow Christ continuously as a family and even as a single, you know, the role of divine inspiration and revelation as we earlier learned in keeping the, the family, the, the home, and everyone involved in check. Okay, and also the role of uh, the head of the family, which is the man, and the importance of effective communication in the home so between the husband, the wife, and the children. Praise God. Hallelujah. And uh, I think we're going to climax at the evils and limitations of sexually running the godly family and the home. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, so we begin uh, our, our um, consultation from verse 1. Okay. Since we've, we've read it before, uh, to save our time, Genesis 3 verse 1 says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, had God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Alright, praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Okay, now um, we're going to be looking at the, um, the first, let me see what, personality there. If this chapter begins with the serpent, Genesis chapter 1 begins with God, the beginning God. And then chapter 2 begins with the serpent. Uh, it should create something very important for us to take note of. Now, when we began with God, we can see the beauty of creation. In Genesis chapter 1, we see the beauty of creation. And then it extends, chapter 1 extends to chapter 2. You know, we also look at creation. When we began with the serpent, Whenever the serpent is allowed to remove anything, destruction comes to the world. The word serpent comes from the Hebrew word mashash, mashash, and uh, it means a serpent or a snake. Basically, by a serpent or a snake, it means a serpent, means cooling of the serpent. Serpent Now, the image of a serpent, the image of a serpent comes in handy here because actually it was the image of a serpent that was operational there. The devil took the image of a serpent to beguile Eve. Now, the Bible says in Genesis 1 verse 2, it says, God said, let us make man our own image and after our likeness. And then verse 7, we say, and God made them his image, made them male and female. Now, so the, the issue of the, the subject of image is very, very important. And Genesis 1 begins with God. Genesis 1 verse 6, God brings his image to earth. It speaks about bringing his image to earth. Verse 27, he brings his image to earth. And you get what I'm saying? Now, Genesis 3, the devil comes into the picture with an image. One thing we need to understand is that for God to 
to operate legally on earth, he has to use an image. That's why he created man in his image and his likeness. For the devil to also operate legally on earth, he also has to use an image. That's why, you see, we need to understand, we need to be spiritually sensitive to understand, to, to, to pick images. The, devil, the Bible says the devil must give himself as an angel of light, you know what I'm saying? But when he, when he came to Genesis chapter 3, he came with the image of the serpent. The devil is not going to come out plain to you and say, oh, this is me, devil. You know, uh, I've come to tell you. No. He is going to come with images. And why images? God made man this image. Because images are what are, are legally required to operate on it. For God to legally operate on it, he had to make himself in an image that would operate on it, which was Adam. For the devil to operate on it, he also had to want to use the image of what the serpent what to operate. So this brings something very important in our family, as singles and as married couples, we have to be very, very sensitive to. Okay. You must see the, 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 the place of um, spiritual um, sensitivity. It's um, something that you cannot rule out. Cannot be overemphasized. You cannot be overemphasized. You just have to keep talking about yeah. it. Yeah, spiritual sensitivity, discernment. Mm. That's what I was trying to look for. Discernment. We have to be very discerning towards images. Mm. You know, um, our. I was watching something um, online on how somebody was talking about many of the cartoons that we watch and how they have sublime messages in there. And I was like, wow. And it was like, the purpose of this is to implant these things in the heart of children. So that at the end of the day, the children begin to grow up and they don't know why they are behaving exactly. And these are these sublime messages are images. They are images. That's why I rather allow my child watch Superbook more than watch any Disney or whatever cartoon. Why? Because there are images that that are being presented to them. And we see today in society, people wake up and they say, "I'm feeling like a, yeah, I mean, I was born a male, but I feel like a female." And different things that 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 spur off a lot of things. I would know that these are sublime images that have been planted. So we have to be as Singles and as married couples, we have to be very, 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 very sensitive and very discerning to images. Also, when God wanted to um, um, to make Abraham believe, God used images. God took him and he told him, "Look at the seashore. Can you count the sand there?" Abraham said, "It's all right. Since you cannot count it, that's the number of children you're gonna have." So if you look at this the sky, can you count the stars? He said, okay, since you cannot count the stars, that's the number of children you're going to have. God still used what? Images. That I understood that for divinity to operate in humanity, it has to be the legality is images. Mm. For when I mean divinity, I mean both God and the devil. God and the, devil. Mm. the legality is images. So we must be very, 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 very sensitive about images. For the spiritual to operate legally for in the, the physical. For the spiritual to operate legally in the physical. Mm. Images are clear. Let's look at another example too. When the fiery serpents were biting the children of Israel in the in the wilderness, what what did God tell us to do? Make an image of a what? Serpent and hang it on the pole. Mm. Whoever looks at it, mm. the serpent is going to stop biting the person. Now um Basically, I don't go into that ex- that explanation of what that was. Actually, the, 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 the serpent that was hanging on the pole was actually this serpent, that the form of the serpent that was taken here. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That led to the fall of man. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And the purpose of Jesus was to come and crucify that serpent, to kill that serpent. The Bible says, and to sin condemns him in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Actually, the flesh that Jesus condemned was the flesh that had been made sin. Bible said, who knows he was made sin, that made righteousness, but it was the flesh that was made sin, mm. and that was the flesh that was condemned on the cross. On the cross. That flesh that was condemned on the cross, that was made sin, was actually the serpent. So what God was saying to do was revealing a symbolic, was showing them a symbolic illustration of what Jesus was commanding. Mm. That was that when they looked, the serpent stopped biting them. Because the Bible says, you looked up to him, the face of the night, and I was not ashamed. 
when they looked onto the serpent, that serpent was actually the body of sin that was destroyed. Mm. Which was what led to our what? Salvation. Mm. Now the Bible says, um, in his body, he, he presented by his body, he presented us the unblameable and unreprovable before the Father. You know, so that was what led to salvation. And God was just trying to tell Moses, this is what is going to happen. You know, and the serpent was very, very key in that place because that was what led to the destruction of everything. Images, images, images. Now, so I want, I, I want us to stay that, stay on that, to, to keep that in our hearts as singles. Watch the images. Be sensitive to the images that are coming to your five senses. The images around your environment. Just even reminds me of a particular situation where there was a lady who traveled. You know, the, you know the white people now when they go on tourism, they go and pick different images and, and things of the same artifact, they call them artifact. And she went and picked some artifacts and she came back home. I started noticing that things were just going wrong in her around in her life. You know, I can't remember the figures it was like I started noticing some and she was born again, she started noticing some um mental issues, you understand? And she was just going wild and it's like she was losing her mind. And then in the house she begins to hear sounds. Ah, this was not this is the house I stayed before I you know traveled and came back. Why every of this is so I, like everything was just going wow. And then she was like, what is happening? What is happening? And then she actually met a man of God. And the man of God was praying for her. The man of God told her, when you traveled for your last tourism, did you come back with any what do they call them? Artifacts. Did you come back with any artifacts? She said, yeah, yeah, I always like artifacts. And I go, I get artifacts. So she said, what are the artifacts you want? She told him, to, and then she told him about the statue, the kind of like, um, image that was, that she came back with. And yeah, I told her, the man of God, that's your problem. That's where your problem is. See, you actually brought a date into your... <laughs> you didn't bring an artifact into your house. You brought a date. You brought an idol into your house. And you were the one who invited the idol into your house. And then it's beginning to mess up your whole life. Now go and dispose of that. Okay, by the moment the woman disposed of it, that was the end of all our challenge. So images, when I mean images, I'm not talking about only artifacts, I'm talking about images that come into our five senses, images in our environment. We must be sensitive about images. We'll make sure the images that come into our life are the images that God wants to be in our life. And together. Right. Now so this was the image of a serpent. It says now the snake, the, the serpent was more subtle. The next thing to understand about why the devil chose the image of he should have chosen the image of him like the began to understand after the Bible says he masquerade himself as an angel of light. Now he can masquerade himself as an angel of light for some other situation. When he had to do with Eve, when he had to do it, when it comes to relationships, when it has to do with relationship, Every person must display themselves as an angel of light. He must present himself as come to the image of the serpent. Why? Because he can only de- destroy relationships and families through the power of subtlety. So look at many relationships that were destroyed. It was just a subtle, just one subtle idea that came in, and from that subtle idea, it metamorphosed into a monster, a mountain. That the person was like, where did I start from? Are you get what I'm saying? So when it comes to dealing with relationships, when it comes to destroying relationships, the devil always takes the image of the word serpent. Why? Because it is what subtle, you know. And um, you see, he said the serpent was more subtle than any beast. So that means it was the most subtle beast. The devil is not. You see, one thing Christians need to understand is that. The same way God likes very beautiful. He likes the best. He likes popular. He likes excellent. The devil also likes very good. Mm-hmm. He took he took the image of the most subtle mm-hmm. animal beast that the Lord created. So that's why sometimes I look at Christians that they are comforted with mediocrity. I wonder who are you serving? Even the devil that is opposing <laughs> you does not like mediocrity. That's 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 the funny thing. Even the devil that's opposing you doesn't like mediocrity. This shows us that he doesn't like mediocrity. Yeah. He went for the most subtle. He would have gone for the other subtle beast there. The other subtle beast. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. But he went for the most subtle. So I don't know why Christians should go for anything less than the best. Mm. 
is not of God and is not even of the devil. <laughs> the devil will never go for less than the best. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So this brings to our heart, our understanding, when we're dealing with ourselves as individuals, we don't go for less than the best. We don't go for less than God's best. Even the devil will not go for less than the best. Then in your relationship, in your marriage, just seek to be the best that God has designed for you. I don't follow the, the people of the world that says the, the devil you know is better than the that's nonsense. So I don't know why people keep saying the devil you know is better. The devil, like, you know, uh, you ever say the bed in hand is better than a thousand in the bushes. Now that's a statement for people who don't want to believe. If God tells you to go into the bush, you better not be better. Exactly. <laughs> because if He sends you to go into the bush, it means that there are billion beds in the bush that He wants you to have. Mm. We walk by faith, not by sight. Sight, you know. Right, so he says it was the most subtle beast. So we must understand this that the devil attacks relationship with subtlety. He comes in the image of subtlety, and not just the image of it, the best image of subtlety. Look at every relationship that has failed. It's the best image of subtlety. The best image. The best image. It doesn't matter. What what do you hear? A little this, a little that, and before you know it. It just like uh, Solomon says, um, the little little foxes. Little exactly, that's what I find. You know, and it just it just comes in a subtle way. It's not harmful. It's not harmful. It's not harmful. Mm-hmm. It's always not harmful. It does. It is. It, it's not gonna take anything. It's not wrong. It's just. It's just a crack. It's just a crack. Just a crack. Just let it crack. Yeah. So, why you concerned? Why you concerned? After all, some of us have been living in houses that have that have cracked for like ten years. We didn't, we, didn't get, we didn't get destroyed, so what's a big deal? So long as he, he, he did a good um, um, foundation and uh, he did a, you're fine, you're fine. That's how subtle operations are developed. I know the word subtle here is a very word to look at. It's a very serious word to look at. It's a, it's a Hebrew word, arom. And arom means subtle, shrewd, crafty, sly, sensible. See, these are adjectives, these are um, adjectives that define the serpent. It's the most sly and sensible beast. That is the reason why they can live amongst us and we don't even take it. No, it's so possible that you can see that a serpent has been living in your compound and you know, you know, the green snake will be in the green grass. And you know, you know, if they are not soft, they have been hunted and hunted everywhere and everything. You know, it reminds me of when we were kids, we had a grand a, a field in our compound where we used to go play. I remember once a green snake was hidden inside that green field. Just, you, 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 just, you can't differentiate it. Camouflage is strong. And actually, they know they are camouflage, they hide around their camouflage environment. That's why they are sensible. So when you look at um, images that the devil brings into um, relationships to destroy them, they are actually sensible. They look, they, they are just, they fit in. They fit in. You know, they don't, there's not, they, nothing looks wrong. No, nothing looks wrong. About them. Nothing looks wrong. Mm. They are very sensible. Mm. You see, um, I've learned over the years in my work with God, never to work with sensibility. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. we are going to come to the aspect of, you know, uh, sexuality and rest. Exactly. They are sensible, very sensible, but they are images of the devil. That's why we talked about sensitivity and uh, discernment. How can you be able to discern that there is a green snake in this green grass? How can you be able to discern that in this? Um, I remember, all right, um, I, I also a green snake. Yeah, I talked about the green snake also. Then I also saw one again. It was a brown snake. And there's a small one in, um, in, the, in the, just by the side of the house. And in that area where the um, snake was, there were um, plantain leaves that had grown dry. So it was the same color with the plantain leaves. Imagine, so if you don't, if you are not, you know the funny thing? That, that, that evening when I found that, when, when I saw that thing, I had passed that place. <laughs> oh God! To make you think here, and there. I had passed that same place, and I went to something, and in just like it was maybe just like five, five ten minutes, 
I was passing back and I saw the snake. I was like, what? How did I pass here? And it was a narrow path. How did I pass here that this snake didn't get at me? And it's when I'm coming back, the Lord opened. I don't know, I just saw the Lord just opened my eyes. And I saw the snake. I was like, what? I tried, you know, hitting it, but it ran away. What am I trying to tell you? You cannot be able to to discern that that kind of snake is there if the Lord does not give you the spirit of discernment. Yeah. You, if your eyes are not open, you cannot be able to discern. You see, just like the case of the the, 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 the servant who planted wheat, and then the enemy came and planted that. And um, when they came and met their master, said, "Oh, master, there are cows that we planted and then we cannot eat." And he told them, "Don't worry, leave them. Let them go to them." In the time of harvest, there's always a separation. One bends down, one stands up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, but it takes a lot of it, t- it takes a lot of number one patience, and then sensitivity and discernment to be able to differentiate when the image of the serpent is at work. For the case of the, the farmer, he says, leave them, let them go together. The challenge with them going together is that the tiles are going to be taken out of the nutrient that belong to the yeah. And so the wheat will not come out in the best of their, what they call it, their production. It will not be at their best. Now, for that case, it's, it's a dangerous case because if you want to go and then, if you want to go and wheat, you are going to be in trouble. So you have to, you have to sacrifice your some nutrients for the nutrients for the for the for the wheat, mm. and then you have to be patient to separate to separate before discernment cannot help you to separation. So sometimes, for us to be able to deal with um, the image of the serpent, we may have to sacrifice some things. Secondly, we have to be patient before discernment can come in. Why a lot of the times a lot of Christians are not discerning in their personal lives and in their relations because they are not able to sacrifice nothing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. They are not able to sacrifice anything. If you in the relationship, why are we having people married today and three months after one month after divorce? Because nobody is ready to sacrifice anything. Yeah. For example, nobody is ready to sacrifice anything. And until both of we are both ready to sacrifice, we are not ready to remove the task from this hour. Because when we both come in, we are both humans. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We are carrying tasks alongside our wits into this marriage. And they have the tasks have to be removed. So it takes us being ready to sacrifice a lot of things. Are you getting what I'm saying? For us to help, we will be malnourished, but no problem. The end purpose of this sacrifice is that we want to remove the wheat. The tar, sorry. So that we can have the wheat. So we don't mind being malnourished just to remove the tar. But if we say we want to feed ourselves to food, the tar will be there. And at the end of the day, we'll lose. If we say we want to uproot the tar by force, we'll lose both the strength and the tar. That's why some people have ended up losing relationships that would have become successful. Minds have become to them because they were itchy. They were so in a hurry to remove the task. And you see, there are some things that you try to use. I remember once when somebody told me something after I was talking, talking, talking. After I gave him money to get the place for me, I was talking, talking, talking. He was wasting my time. When he met me, he told me that he said, They're not a scratch, but it's the way you scratch me. In other words, sometimes when the body is, when you are having some itchings in the body, if you itch it the way it's itching you, you get yourself wounded. Example is maybe when you do it, when you jog or run, and then your body, your labs begin to itch, and you start itching like that, you get wounded. You have to be ready to sacrifice. That sacrifice entails some pains you have to go through in the relationship, in the marriage. Number two, you have to be ready to be patient. Be patient. After you have done this too, you don't need to pray for discernment. Discernment will just show up. When it was time for harvest, then one bends down, one stands up. You don't need to pray again. Oh yeah, the ones that are bending down, I think there is the, the wheat that bend down and the tar stands straight. Just go and just go and <laughs> harvest without stress. That's one of the things we need to understand when dealing with images in marriage and relationships. Patience, sacrifice, you get the same.
Okay. You know, and so, like we said, your subtle, you should expect your subtle to come up. And I said the, the servant of God subtle must be subtle based of the field which the Lord God hath made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, have God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the where the action of subtlety came in. Now, look at the statement he asked there. Has God said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Now, but look at this um, verse 2. The Bible says, And the woman said, We may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Now, the serpent comes to the woman and he uses what we call um, the, the, the subtlety of world jungle. The jungle was the devil will bring God's word to you. That's the height of subtlety. That's why he had to use the serpent. The height of satanic subtlety that he's not going to tell you go and steal. No, he's not going to tell you go and lie. He won't even tell you as a man go and fornicate. Are you getting what I'm saying? But he will bring the same word of God to you, and he will juggle the words. He will misplace them. And if you are not a person of the word of God, you will just before you know it fall for the Satan delight of it. You know, it's just like uh, for instance, men that have uh, fallen for the subtlety of the devil, you know, he comes with the woman not supposed to submit to husband. You know. Your wife is not submitting to you. You know. And it begins to give you images of sisters that are submissive. Workers that are submissive, comparing them with your wife that is not submissive, and he, the way he talks to you, he makes the man forget that the subject is wife, not every woman, not or every other lady, you know, but his wife. So if your wife is not submitting, you shouldn't be looking elsewhere for another wife. <laughs> Actually, yeah. do you understand? But like you said. He, he, he brings the discussion gradually and that the subtlety makes you lose your own senses mm-hmm. uh, because because of the sensibility your sensual uh, capability cannot match up you, you, you can't god, you, god didn't actually create us to be you know sensible like a snake yeah but descending like god yeah so if you want to match up with the devil's sensibility you cannot you cannot so it comes in with many, many, you know, sly ways and then before you even say Jack Robinson, you have gone for mm-hmm. his part mm-hmm. because his subtlety and sensitivity, his craftiness is way higher than what his man sly, His slyness. You see, actually, like you said, God never created us to be sly, mm. crafty, and sensible. sensible. In, in, in the light of in the being a serpent. In the light of being a serpent. He created us to think like him. Mm. You know, God does not have to use cunning measures mm-hmm. to get across to you. God speaks to you. He doesn't use cunning measures. But he never uses cunning measures. You see, that, that's why I always have a challenge with when people have to use cunning measures to get across to get things done. I always tell people, if I have to do it, I'll come to you. I'll come to you straight. I'll tell you straight. If you don't, even when I did a, a sales job, I tell them straight. I don't try to sugarcoat anything. Why? Because when you start becoming cunning, sly, crafty, uh, uh, and, and try to use your sensibility, so some people call it smartness, you are beginning to behave like this happened. Yeah. And you are behaving like this happened from the, uh, from the, from the devil's point of view. Yeah. yeah. You come out straight. God is a straightforward God. And that's why if we are trying to be like the devil, whatever we do, Okay, so that means that um, the woman, uh, when she began to discuss with the devil, that was a, 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 a fatal error. Yeah, because it was a fatal error. Yeah, because is, the serpent is sensitive. Okay, so this before before you now continue, you know your discussion on regarding uh, what what transpired. I think we shouldn't over overlook. He said in verse one, okay, the serpent and he said unto the woman, yeah. we must be as as uh, as singles and as uh, you know, especially in, in the family, as um, partners in, in, in the family as, as couple, 
we we have to be you know intentional about our communication our interaction whether it uh, be physical with other persons or interaction with uh, visuals you know images interaction with um, you know write-ups you know because you don't know which one will begin to speak to you in the absence of your partner yeah and um, if father error began because she was as it is she was away from other for whatever reason it was whether job or, or, or relaxation or whatever she was away from adam and then uh, the devil was able to discuss yeah. because this was a discussion yeah it was an interaction a chat and then the way it transpired and the way things uh, you know came up it shows that wasn't a one-time discussion or interaction yeah they had been having you understand yeah. that's serpent and, and eve yeah. so the gap we give ourselves in marriage even in um, relationships that are planning to go into marriage, the gap we give ourselves in, in interaction and communication is determines, you know, uh, what image uh, speaks to us. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And you see, we will see also narrate down to God. We, we must ensure that we do not give God so that the devil cannot have access to speak to us through images yeah yeah so god places a spouse for us then to actually help us giving him his um, attention so that nothing else speaks to us mm-hmm. so above all is god because actually if you keep a good communication line with the lord yeah um, you know like we began in the first i think first two days talking about our the need for us to be connected yeah you know ever connected and yeah. in tune with the holy spirit Okay. Okay. All right. And um, he, he, he says here, um, the Lord says, shall eat of, should not eat of any fruit. The juggled words, God will not say, should not eat of every fruit. He says, of every fruit you should eat. You see, the, the words just sound like, you know, similar, but this is how the devil operates. He's going to bring brass in the fruit of the He's going to bring cornflakes for you. These are the different communications the devil gives us in our daily lives and then in relationships and also as a married couples. Our job is to ensure that we can differentiate. The actual fact of that Eve could differentiate. She could differentiate. Because look as she says, she says, and the woman said that we may eat of she knew what the Lord said, you know, of the garden. But of, of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said she shall not eat of it, neither shall eat of it. So she could she could differentiate in, uh, she could differentiate his wheat from the star. She could know she she knew she, she he was giving her a word juggle confession. She clarified the issues. So she even had a strong point. If if, if she didn't even understand because I what with my our experiences in ministry and all that, we have been able to see people that come with a motive but present in another way. Yeah. You see, also, you see, um, Genesis 2 actually, where the instruction was given to woman, uh, 2 verse 17, it says, But three of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. Thou shalt not eat of it. That's what he says. But it, it, from her words, it means that she knows the instruction and she even added more. Don't eat, don't even touch. That's what she said. They shall not eat, neither shall he touch. So she was over informed. Informed. So she, in fact, it was okay now god tells god told it was um, adam the lord told yeah. that should not eat of it mm. now so it was the man that the lord told and she was in the man when the lord told mm. the man all right when she that means when she came the man went for that to tell her god said don't eat what in addition don't even touch don't even touch so that you not get tempted at all because there's no problem that if you touch it don't even touch so, in other words, she should have added that don't even don't get admire. close. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you know, don't get close. Then above all, don't admire. Mm. And that was where they wanted it. But he tried by saying don't touch. Because his own part was out. Don't let me add more. Let me add more. Don't touch. If you touch, you pluck. If you pluck, you eat. You pluck and kill it. But some more that should have been added is don't come close. 
Number two, above all, don't even admire. Don't look and don't admire. Alright. When you're passing through by the midst of the garden, turn away. turn, turn away. Well, you see, because those two were not added, she was coming close. No, she was not touch. He said, don't touch. He said, don't touch. He said, don't touch. Let it go. So she comes close. Wow. Wow. Then she admired also. That was your challenge. You know, that I'm going to see that as, as we go. You see, so one thing was that she knew. She knew. She did. She knew that the devil was trying to. The devil was um, sending her words and she could answer appropriately. Like I said, we've seen people who are trying, they have another motive in mind, but they are presenting another way in time. If you are not discerning, you will answer them based on what their motive is, and then they got you. I've seen, we've seen, we've seen. Someone just tried to do it for no last week's until about week. And if my answer, I believe, must have shocked them, like, wow. Okay. So if got it right in her answer, whether she designed his motives or not, she still got it right that answer. But it makes us understand something that answers are not just enough. Knowledge is not enough. You get what I'm saying? There should be something added. It should be a decision added to knowledge. Why? And this was where we've had a little challenge. If and that's why I think James of all. You no, are not here as a woman, but uh, you're sitting here, so it was James who said that. Okay, he says, um, then when she gave the answer, the next thing she have done was to end the conversation. Another thing to know is so for you to be able to, it's not enough to discern, for you to be able to shut out the images, you must shut them out. End the conversation. End the conversation. There are some conversations you have to abruptly end. There are some calls you have to cut. Cut. Cut the call. Cut the call. They say you are rude. Better to be rude than safe. Yeah. Than polite and destroyed. You know something? So she would have ended the conversation there. Now these were things that um, as it were, Adam would have given her all the orientation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he didn't do that. That is the reason why you're having this kind of teaching. You have to there are conversations to and we, we had a, a meeting uh, um, you know um, uh, last week and they told us some things and told us some things. I I I, I didn't talk. Um uh, Pastor one was talking and later when they finished talking, I listened to them, they finished talking and then Pastor talked. But when I started talking, I told them you have said your own. But this is my own. And that was I'm ending this conversation in this I and when we finished, when we gave them our own side, they have to appreciate us. And I have to look for a way to end the conversation. You need to know how to end sly conversation. Mm. End conversations that come in the image of deception. Mm. Conversation that sought to end them. When you say what you have to say, don't let the person talk any further. Mm. Some 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 pictures end them when you look at like they told us then when it comes to do with dealing with loss as a young man when you see a lady the first time throw away your eye and don't look the second time when you look the second time another thing has started end the conversation don't allow it to go further you don't have you don't need to dialogue with the devil that's that's where many have gotten it wrong yeah you know that once that dialogue begins it's, it's hard for you to you know, except uh, a stronger force from outside, you know, takes takes over and it takes the mercy of God. Mm-hmm. It's better not to start that dialogue with the devil at all. Once you have given him your point, mm-hmm. end the conversation. That's that's why we, we have the account on the temptation of our Lord Jesus Christ. Exactly. Who is our greatest example? Exactly. He didn't take too much time trying to, you know, find his way around the devil. Mm-hmm. Give it to him hot hot. Hot hot. Hot hot. It is written. It is it. It is written. It is written. Bible says after that, Bible says the devil left him. Left him forever. He will leave you. If you end the conversation hot hot, mm. he will leave you. It's also a businessman. Ah. Uh-uh. He, he sees that there's no prospectus when he's going to move. <laughs> he will move to the next guy. Um, the Bible says it's like the roaring and moving towards. Yes, that's what I said. His roaring is a business strategy. He's moving. He's looking for candidates. He's looking, looking for, for prospects. For, for prospects. You are so not doing prospects. If, if you are not, if you are not looking like you, prospecting. you will buy his market. He's going to look for someone else. So we have to hit him yeah. as as quick as we can. 
you know, you know, also to uh, emphasize the devil as a businessman. Remember in the book of Job chapter 1, then the Bible says the sons of God were gathered together and the devil came and God and, and, and the father asked him, uh, where have you been? He said, I've been going to and fro To and fro. He's a businessman, no. You think that your matter is the most important matter to the devil? Then you're not sit on your matter. No. You only become important when you, you buy his goods. Uh-huh. When you give him audience. Uh-huh. When you begin to listen to his, and his marketing conversation. Exactly. And it's that same prospect. Yeah. So give him what? Cut it. End the conversation. You go look for another prospective buyer to buy his market from him. I know? This, 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 this part, I think we, we really have to maybe uh, you know discuss a little more because this we, one way or the other we've fallen a victim of this uh, subtlety yeah you know i've had my own share we have to be very careful it is very important to see i don't know as a believer you, you cannot overemphasize the need for you to be connected to god yeah to always hear from him to always be you know open your spirit to what god is saying part time because the devil never rests he just know that the devil will never rest concerning you. In as much as he, he knows that you are a very good man, you know, you are the very good state that God created, yeah. especially as a new creation. So he, he, he wants you badly. Exactly. He needs you badly. And so you have to choose not to be his, uh, his, his, his uh, business partner or, or his, his business victim, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, because yeah. he never gives you any good. You be Everyone the devil uses end up as his victim. Yeah. At the end of the day, you you end up as a victim. So I'm praying that uh, many will will um, embrace this, you know, these lights mm-hmm. and begin to look at every cracks, mm-hmm. you know, where you've been allowing the 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 devil speak. Mm-hmm. You know, he will always say, mm-hmm. it doesn't it, it doesn't come to impose. Just like God does not impose on man, the devil does not impose. He starts with speaking. Mm-hmm. It starts with speaking, it starts with those images, it starts with those write-ups. Mm-hmm. What are you reading in secret that you don't let your partner, you know, discover you're reading? Mm-hmm. What are you watching in secret that you don't let your partner watch? Mm-hmm. You know, discover that you're watching? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you giving your attention to? Or who are you giving your attention to that you, when you come, when your partner is big, you know, like, uh, people have already started making um, uh, comedy and jokes out of, you know, calling your, your your female friend your mechanic or you know your carpenter or you know you give them names that are not easily uh, identifiable by your partner that um, mm-hmm. there's something wrong you understand mm-hmm. until there's a revelation somehow mm-hmm. and uh, when that revelation comes you should know that by that time the devil has already he has destroyed it he has he has done it yes, he has, he has done it. so we shouldn't we shouldn't let it um, manifest to that level you know, or buy his goods so much that you are, your 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 home is already a, a warehouse for the devil's goods. You know, because once he comes in, we hear the story of that uh, man that was delivered by by God and uh, by Jesus, and he, he he left his house clean instead of filling it up with the writings. Yeah, he left it clean and demons came back and ah, what now? See the space that we we when we're there, we're even managing the dirty space. So the place can be clean like this. So yeah, let's go and bring more. And mm-hmm. they came, and they came more. You know. So the devil will always bring more of his goods mm-hmm. and dump in your home. And that's why you begin to see children manifesting this way, wife manifesting that way, the husband manifesting this way. And then it's more like, what is wrong with this home that started on the right note? You understand? Mm-hmm. It was just a show of listening to the devil gradually over the time Mm -hmm. and then before you know it your home has become the warehouse that shall not be our portion in the name of jesus and i'm praying that um i think you're going to close up with such prayers that um you know anyone that's already um is the family or the home's already becoming a warehouse for the devil's goods uh the light will shine and they'll be uh, delivered you know from such a hold because uh it's it's not look at how the first family could not be saved yeah. It's not like God is not interested. He's interested, but there's a limit to uh, God's interference, especially when it's, we made our choice, yeah. you know, to fall for the subtlety. Yeah. We, we know that the, the formula is the same from the beginning. The devil has chosen that subtlety and he has stayed with it. Yeah. And so we have to be as wise as, you know, as serpents. And the only way we can be wise as serpents is for us to um, give ourselves to 
the study of the word of God, you know, hearing from God and uh, remaining connected to God. Always praise God. Okay, so um, I need it to. Uh, I think we have to wrap it up here so that we have time for prayers. All right, you know, basically, like you said, um, when you are an individual, if you are a single, your relationship is with God. Mm. So everything should be within you. I'm not saying you should not have friends around, but no matter the easy, the idea, no matter the suggestion, no matter the outcome of the answer, no matter how small it is, so when somebody gives you an idea, gives you a suggestion, gives you a counsel, you have to take it away and let the Lord get it and without saying it. You know, like, like then I used to, uh, I remember telling them in church that even your dressing. Yeah. You know, you're standing in front of your wardrobe. Don't think the Holy Spirit is not concerned. He's very much concerned. Ask him, what do I put on? Yeah. What colors should I match? Yeah. You know, he's interested. And you'll be surprised the way he will lead you. Yeah. You don't just put in, put on, put on something because others are putting it on. Somebody says, ah, I suggest that will look really... You know, when they tell you it's looking nice on you, they actually uh, giving pic- giving you a picture of someone that is uh, not actually representing Christ. You yeah. know, you look sexy. You know, that means you're going to be looking appealing to someone who is looking for a mate, not actually a wife. Yeah, you know, it reminds me of once I can see a member. You know, after the Holy Spirit told me one day I want to attend the Holy Spirit told me dress this Also, another time, the Holy told me to dress, and I dressed the way I couldn't dress. As I put it to the same of me, I'm just appreciating my dressing. Even this may be sounding funny, but they are real. Yeah. They are real. You understand what I'm saying? So, as a young person, as a single, know this that your, your relationship is with the Lord. So, every that relationship comes. Not even second is tertiary. Mm. Primary is you, the Lord, and you. Second is you and the Lord. Tertiary is you and any other person. Yeah. So whenever people advise you, you must take it to the Lord for Him to get it. If that counsel, the Bible, many of the counsel, uh, man's have been counsel on last time. The Bible says, multiple of counsel, they want to be told. Yes, advices are good, but let it be that it's the Lord that says this counsel is good before you take it. If not, if you don't, if that, if you don't do that before the Lord. Discover that you are just allowed the image of the serpent to run the life. Then, among couples, it is two of you and the Lord. Two of you, two of you have become one flesh. So, it's not the same thing as being a single. Let me say, the single. It is you two, one being one, and the Lord, not outside parties. So, when even if outside parties advise you or counsel you, you still have to take it to the Lord. When two of you are making decisions, you have to it. Sometimes I know. I want to decide something and I'm just like, how can I ever tell you know, my wife? I don't see what I'm going to tell I know sometimes I take one, two, three weeks and she's beginning to talk in that like, I don't know, thank you for telling her. You don't just love it on the spot because you feel you are the man. You don't, you don't uh, seductively uh, manipulate the man to take your decision because you are the woman. No, it's not any of it. It has to do with the Lord. If it's the Lord's desire and it's your suggestion, it will stand. That's the simple thing. With that from the male or the female. If not, if that's not done, you discover that both of you just be serpentining yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that you just destroy, you just be subtly oppressing. Subtly operating. You know, it's amazing how they say women use, you know, um, sex to manipulate their husband, and men use um, Money and things to manipulate that. That serpentinish, manipulative, subtle. No, 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 no. It is a decision that's from the Lord. Take it to the Lord. You don't need to talk to the person, your spouse, sometimes. Yeah. The Lord speaks to the person. And it will be all good. 
that's how he shot out the image of the serpent in our homes. And you know, there's nothing as glorious as um, when the Lord speaks, since we are one flesh, both the husband and the wife is speaking what the Lord is saying at the same time. Yeah. And this is something we should all desire to, you know, attain in our family and in the home. Where you don't need to, A doesn't need to tell B, have you heard this from the Lord? And so, oh, no, I've not heard anything. Please go and, go and prayerfully wait on the Lord to hear this. No, when we hear it at the same time, it's more glorious, yeah. you know, and uh, makes things run faster. Yeah. All right, so we come to the end of today's um, session study. I believe we've, we've received um, quite a lot in this study. Uh, we'll continue tomorrow, and uh, let's have uh, our closure prayers. Yeah, Holy Spirit, we thank you for teaching us again today. We appreciate you for your word again. Yes, Lord, thank you for the great insight you've received. Lord, we ask Lord, and we receive. Amen. The grace to sacrifice. Amen. And the spirit of discernment and sensitivity. Yes, Lord. We receive the anointing to shut out the devil. Amen. To shut him off. Amen. Every time. Yes, Lord. We see the, the, the spiritual sensitivity to discern the serpent. Amen. In his subtle Thank you, Lord, for the mighty name. Jesus, precious name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much for listening to today's episode. Uh, we're looking forward to having you in the next episode. God bless you. For your love gift of any amount to Grace Life Kami Podcast, Kindly use any of our giving channels available to give in dollars. You can send to Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. Account number 033-154-551-2013. Swift code M B G H G H A C to give in CDs. Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. You can send to account number 033-254-551-2017. To give in Naira, you can send to Ecobank Nigeria, account number 554-102-0592. Also, for further enquiries, you can call us on plus 233-54594-7132. Or, send us an email via chimdiohahunaministry at gmail.com. Today, remain ever blessed. out there you've not made jesus your lord and personal savior um i would want to invite you to make this decision It's the best decision you can make in your life and i encourage you to do it now if you want to make this decision please say this prayer after me dear lord jesus i come to you today i know that i'm a sinner i know that you died for me and on calvary's tree you shed your blood to take away my sins jesus i surrender my life to you today i make you my lord and personal savior because you chose me, I choose to serve and follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray for you, Lord. I pray for everyone who has made this decision. Thank you for receiving them in the beloved. And thank you for giving them the grace to serve and follow you all the days of their life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. Beloved. Thanks for listening to Grace Life Komi Podcasts. We believe that you've been blessed via this episode. We request that you also remain connected to us via our other social media handles on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and YouTube. We are Grace Life Komi on all these platforms. Also, for more information about the ministry of Pastor Chimri and Funke Oahuna, kindly visit chimrioahunaministry.org. You can also send us your requests and testimonies via email today through chimdiwaunaministry at gmail.com. We are dedicated to feeding your spirit man with spiritual meals that we edify, equip, and engender your growth in the knowledge of God. Remain connected to Grace Life Komi. God bless you. Jesus is Lord.